Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Eshen Brenda Shoshana, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And as it's a new year, a new era, a new day, a new breath, we're going to just pivot a little bit and begin to talk about Zen and your relationship and my relationship and all of our relationships. Zen and relationships. Because, you know, it becomes so clear now. This this COVID, this lockdowns, this distancing, all of it has been in very, very rough and also very, very, very much of a teacher for us how deeply we re- <clears throat> we miss, some of us, including me, some of our relationships, just seeing and hugging the person, how valuable each person is, how, how, how precious relationships are. So let's explore it. <clears throat> and let's explore it from the Zen point of view, which is very, very different, ultimately, from the psychological point of view. That's a distinction that I want to make <clears throat> in this next segment of podcasts. Because the way we've been raised, so to speak, psychologically, and the way we are ra- and the way we view relationships psychologically and practically and just the way we automatically is very, very, very different from the Zen point of view. And not just the Zen point of view. If you look deeply into any spiritual practice <clears throat> or everyone, I'm sorry, at the very core, it's the same difference because each spiritual practice that we undertake is fundamentally based on love, loving one another, being kind to one another, caring for one another, and ourselves, we're included in that. I mean, how can you really love someone else if you can't love yourself? You cannot. It's something else that's going on. And what I call that something else that's going on and there's something else that we are in the grip of, <clears throat> widely I call it counterfeit love, the illusion of love. And that's why we have so much pain in our relationship, so much conflict, struggle, upset, disappointment, you name it, you name it. Because most of the difficulty that we go through in life is somehow connected to our relationships, including our relationship to ourselves and to life itself. Many different views about life itself. It's temporary, it's transient, it's meaningless, grab the moment. You live, you breathe, and then you die. All all different views, many, many, many views, many of which just take the bottom out of your heart, can create a sense of such futility, which is what brings many of us to the cushion, this sense of hopelessness or futility, watching those we love pass away or leave in a relationship, many other things like that. And therefore, it's so very crucial to explore more deeply about these matters can we really lose someone? Is that possible? It looks like it in this human scene. 
and from our external experience, our phenomenological experience, certainly it looks like, oh my gosh, I've lost that person. They've either rejected me, they're gone, they want someone else, many different things like that. But when we look at it from the Zen point of view or from a deeply spiritual point of view, if we view our relationship as spiritual practice, everything is very different. And we become very different. And we respond and absorb different situations in an entirely different way, not in a way that takes us down and makes us angry and depressed, but that the heart of this podcast now and the heart of the program I'm working on developing is to view every single relationship you have as your teacher in what it means to love. That's the heart of it. And I just love doing that. I love it. It is so freeing. It's so, the word comes ennobling. It's, it changes everything. It changes everything. Because normally we want to fix someone. We want to manipulate them. We want to get them to change. We want to get them to do what we, what we think is right, either for ourselves or for them. Possibly it might even seem as if we have very good motives. Oh, yes, I want, I'm worried about that person. I want to change them. I know what's right. They don't. Mm. That's a very deep and common misunderstanding. I know what's good for them. I know what's right for them. They don't. They don't because they're younger or because they're not as bright as I am or because They've, in my eyes, failed many times, on and on. All kinds of justifications for that position, which is actually embedded in a deep lack of regard for the other, of respect for the other, and of awareness that we all have very strong guidance of our own and we all must go through certain experiences and learn from them and grow from them. And what does it mean to be truly loving towards someone that you are in conflict with, that you're not on the same page with, and that you might feel you care about a lot? So let's explore for a moment, just for a little bit, because this is just a short podcast each week. It's a taste of it. But I, I'm very excited and happy to share it with everyone. I think it will be very helpful. I want to explore what counterfeit love is as I see it. And this isn't just my view. This is the view of real practice. Counterfeit love, number one, number one, I would say that if we are in pain in our relationships, it's due to the fact that we are not loving but involved in counterfeit love. And in this practice, the most important thing here is not to be loved by another, because we think, oh, if someone else loves me, I'll be happy. We may use all our energy and our, and our thoughts to get someone to love us, to approve of us. Maybe we're happy for a little while, but it doesn't go deep and it doesn't last, and we keep needing more and more and more approval, approval, approval. As soon as it ends, we're back in the doldrums. Oh, we hate that person suddenly. They haven't met our need. In fact, I would say our addiction, because approval is not love. It's counterfeit love. 
Approval is an addiction. We ad- we're addicted to it. We need more and more and more. It props up a false sense of who we are. And these are all such important points to go into later, later, bit by bit. What else is counterfeit love? Counterfeit love is the idea that you are supposed to make me happy. You are supposed to meet my needs. It's using another person as an object to meet my needs, whatever those needs may be. It's very prevalent in relationships. Many people go to therapists and say, well, they don't meet my needs. And then you try to work it out, how to get someone to meet your needs, or forget about that person, find someone else to meet your needs. Well, that has nothing to do with love. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It's the opposite. To use someone in that way, it's the opposite of love. And if we're engaged in it and we wonder why we're hurting, well, we're not hurting because the other person isn't meeting our needs. We're hurting because we are engaged in counterfeit love, which is the opposite. And counterfeit love always hurts because we're really actually hurting someone else to use that person as an object for whatever reason. As I said before, just briefly, we'll It's very important if you really want to be fulfilled and happy, and this really works actually, it's so important not to be loved or approved of, but to be loving, loving. That's a quick little turnaround there, but it's so pivotal and important. If you are loving, no matter what person or situation you confront, no matter what, you'll be happy. You'll be happy. You'll feel good. You'll feel, you'll feel good because you will be loving. You will be following what I call the simple laws of love. There are laws of love, spiritual laws of love, just as there are laws of gravity in the material life we live. If you go to the top of a roof and you drop a penny, it'll fall, it's gravity, it'll boom, it'll fall to the ground. Same thing with the laws of love. If you live the laws of love, which we'll go into again in another podcast, how to live them, what they are, and so forth. But if you live the laws of love, you'll be happy, you'll feel good, no matter how that person responds. Their response is up to them. It has nothing to do with you. It doesn't reflect on you. Excuse me, I'm sorry. In fact, you will grant them the right to, to, to have any response they want. That's, that's, that's their right to respond. And it's your right to stay in the world of love. This is very, it sounds very, very difficult, but it's extremely simple. <laughs> it's simple. It's clear. Let's look at a few, just a few other Things we get engaged in when we think we're being loving, but it's counterfeit love. What's another counterfeit love? Well, when we feel high, oh, wow, that person, that's great. They're the one. It's a buzz. It's an excitement. It's a feeling of, oh, I'm in love. They're in love. It's very exciting. It feels very great. But it's an intoxication. And that's fun. Nobody's saying it's not fun. It's not exactly love. It's getting high. It's getting 
excited. It's getting thrilled. And it doesn't, those feelings don't last. They don't last. And then we think, oh my God, where did the love go? Well, it didn't go anywhere because it wasn't love. It really wasn't love. It didn't go anywhere. Where could it go when it wasn't love? It has to go. As a beautiful, beautiful saying and poem teaches us, a feeling that is here one moment and gone the next cannot be called love. It's just a feeling that comes and goes. It's a feeling. You know, it's so interesting. You can be very loving and not feel at that moment love. Love is more of an action. It's a way of perceiving. It's a way of responding. And But if you begin to actually follow the laws of love within, you will be filled with a different kind of love. It's a feeling of oneness, of appreciation, of valuing the other person, of actually granting them freedom. Counter-love is the opposite. Oh, yeah, attachment. You belong to me. You better not do one thing that upsets me. How could I live without you? Oh, my goodness. That's not love. How can I survive without you? That's not love. Dependency, fear, lack of sense of who we are. We get our identity from someone else or from being in a relationship. That is very painful, really. Very, very painful to be in a situation like that. And that is not love. It's need. It's really running away from who we are and what, and, and, and really embodying our own life into a false sense of self, a false sense of identity. Much to be discussed, much to be explored. I, I wanted to share some of the basics with you. And let me, let's, let's talk also of this before this is over. What is the simple law of love? Okay, here's one. Let me give you something. I'd like to give you an exercise or an interview. We call it a little Zen intervention, something you could actually do. Try it for yourself. When you're with someone and they may be upsetting you or disturbing you or whatever, just pause. Don't say this to them, but in your own mind, bow to that person and say to yourself, this is my teacher coming me to teach me what it means to love. Right away. Thank you. Thank And thank them. Thank you for the growth and for the lesson I'm going to have and what it means to love. That's one way of breaking out of the counterfeit love that's looking at them from the eyes of truth. And here's another one you could also say, which is very powerful and very beautiful. Say it to yourself. I grant you the right to be who you are. That's right from the Zen teachings. It's so beautiful. That's an act of love to grant someone the right to be who they are. Not, you're not going to judge them, control them. Just say that to yourself and pause and be with what that means to you and you will see something very different happen in your relationship with that person right then and there. This can break. You're not going to be doing that dance of pain with them. You're going to be entering into the stream of love. <sighs> Write to me and let me know, if you want to, how it's going, how this is affecting you. I'm top speaker at yahoo.com. I will explore this more with you. I'm doing it. I'm 
I'm working on a, a, a book about it and also some pro workshops. And it's a very, it is actually very powerful and very enjoyable. None of this is anything but enjoyable for you. You're not going to harm yourself or anyone. You'll just open your heart and mind to that person in a new way, and you'll actually generate the possibility of a new year, of something different flowing between you. So thank you for listening today. It's a pleasure to be with you all. I'm calling the Zen the secret practice of love. Okay, have a great day. And um, the URL for the podcast, as always, is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. Have a great day. Bye.